Another win for your Chicago Bears. The Bears are now 8-3. and three, And if you've been listening to the House of L podcast, I've been telling you how you need to stay tethered to the Rams. You can't get let them get too far ahead of you. They've already got a two-game lead on you. If you, they get to three, then you got no shot at a bye in the first round of the playoffs. But the Bears still have that opportunity in front of them with the Rams on the schedule for a couple of weeks. Welcome in. The House of L podcast is being brought to you by the Chicago Wolves. It's great family entertainment. If you want to go check out the Wolves, you should go check out their website, chicagowolves.com. You should also check them out on social. They do some cool stuff on Twitter during and around games. Chicago underscore Wolves is how you can find them, and I really appreciate them partnering up with me. And if you're hearing this and you're like, well, how can I help Lawrence's podcast? Shout out the Wolves and let them know that you heard about them on the podcast. That'll work. Getting one of their comments would be like, man, love that you guys are sponsoring House of L. That would help me, and I think that would that would help them too. This game was not pretty, but it doesn't matter. You, you win the game, you win the game. You have your backup quarterback in. I thought Chase Daniel played pretty well, but you did see some of the limitations, and I can't figure out if the limitations that we saw were because he didn't get a full practice in or – the level of athleticism that we have now come to expect from Mitchell Trubisky, Chase Daniel just doesn't, I don't think, have that in him. But I thought that he made some good throws. He was 27 of 37, 230 yards, and a passer rating of 106.8. He missed that early throw on the wheel route to Tariq Cohen in the end zone, but he made up for it with a good throw to 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 Taekwon, uh Mizell, I mean that senior, right? Isn't that he goes by senior? Those are things that you want to see happen, and he made them happen in today's game. I was concerned that the Bears would look tired, and I thought for a big portion of the game the defense did look tired, and Legarrette Blunt took it to him. Bears fans should be happy that Matt Patricia and, and James Robert Cooter, the Lions' offensive coordinator were not smart enough towards the end of the game and the goal line when they were trailing 16-13 to give the ball to LeGarrette Blunt four times because he seemed to have the Bears number. He rushed for 88 yards, had two touchdowns, and averaged four and a half yards per carry. The Bears running game, on the other hand, has been on the struggle bus. And I saw Olin Krutz tweet this during the game. He said, look, they're not interested in running the ball. It's that simple. You don't have to investigate it. You don't have to worry about it, but they're not interested in it. I sit with three guys every day on on NBC Sports Chicago that love the idea of running the ball, but each of them said, look, if you're winning, you're winning. Do what you got to do. But they did give this caution. At some point, you're probably going to need a run game. And if you don't have one, it could be really, really upsetting. But the Bears did what they needed to do to win. Chase Daniel spread the ball around. They had the game tight, which is all you're asking your backup quarterback to do. You're not asking him to go blow anybody out. I mean, the line was three, and they won by seven. But you're not asking him to go out there and and have the type of game that Mitch had against Tampa Bay. You're asking him to take care of things, don't make any mistakes. And he didn't. He didn't really make any mistakes. He didn't you know throw any interceptions. That's all you're asking for. 
And on top of that, I think he did a little bit more than what would be required for a backup quarterback, which is good. It's a good thing. And on a short week with one walkthrough practice to be able to go out there and play that well, I think that is a testament to Chase Daniel and his level of preparation and Matt Nagy for helping to get him ready for this game and games beyond that. Let's talk about the defense for a second. Eddie Jackson is going to the Pro Bowl, but as I've said on this podcast for the last few weeks, he's also going to be an All-Pro. I get the questions about his tackling ability. It actually showed up a little bit today in the game, but when you make plays like that, when you are a guy that can get the ball to the house, those are big, big moments. And right now, the pace that that kid is on is amazing. By the way, oh, very quietly, Roquan Smith has four sacks and seven tackles for loss. Not in today's game, but, you know. So here's the note on Eddie Jackson supplied by the Bears. Bears defensive back Eddie Jackson has logged six career interceptions on Thursday and his third career interception returned for a touchdown, picking off Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford with six minutes to go in the fourth quarter and returning it 41 yards. It was Jackson's second straight week with an interception touchdown. Jackson currently has more interception touchdowns than 25 NFL teams since the start of the 2017 season. That's crazy. Jackson drafted in 2017 has the most defensive touchdowns in the NFL since 2015 with five. Now, I believe the record, the team record for the Bears for return touchdowns is nine with Charles Tillman. And now you're talking about a guy who's played, what, 27 games and he's already at five. And this is a defense that I think is going to be able to get more and more opportunities. Right now, the Bears defense is littered with guys who are going to the Pro Bowl. Straight up littered with them. I think Kyle Fuller has an opportunity. Believe it or not, if you look at the rankings, the positional rankings, Prince of Mukamara has an outside shot. He's not going, but he's played well. He's in the top 20 of, of corners in the league. Akeem Hicks, obviously Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson with what he's doing, the top-rated safety in the league by pro football focus. When you have a defense that's this good, it's okay to say, Hey, we need you guys to win a game for us. And that's what they did. You play them to a tie was weird. that Nagy did, did the two point conversion thing. And I, I know some of the math, JJ Stankovitz was tweeting about it. How the more opportunities you get, the higher the percentage Obviously, the more more points you score, but I felt like this wasn't the game to do it. And it could have ended up costing him, but it didn't because the defense came through with two big plays. And you just kind of had that feeling that Matthew Stafford was going to give you the ball. And he did. He stared the 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 out route down. Eddie Jackson broke on it. Boom, taking it to the house. Yet again. It's, it is impressive, man. It is, he's fun to watch. Then you had Kyle Fuller with an interception 
where the receiver just took the contact and quit on the play. It, it was the Lions did some stuff that was great in today's game, and they did some other stuff that's embarrassing. I, I'm just sitting there going, what is Michael Roberts doing? He bumps in, and then he doesn't even sell it. He's just, like, throwing his arms up, waiting for a flag. And then he doesn't try and finish the route. The game's on the line. You have to keep playing. But this is what the Lions have been. And even with the coaching change, apparently this is what the Lions are going to be. Matt Patricia hasn't done anything to change any type of culture up there. Advantage Bears. If the other organizations in the NFC North... Want to do everything they can to make sure the Bears win? It's good for all of us. Minnesota may have traded down quarterback-wise. Even though the quarterback himself is better, Cousins might not have been the better fit for that team and what they are trying to do. Green Bay may fire their coach, but that could end up ultimately hurting the Bears because I think that's been hurting the Packers for a really, really long time. So whatever the the Lions want to keep doing and keep doing poorly, I am all for it. Looking at the numbers, and I talked about the run game a little bit, the numbers were really bad in the run game. Do you want to know what they were? Are you curious? All right, I'll give them to you after I tell you that our Bears pods are brought to you by the Chicago Wolves. You should go check out the Wolves. Take your family to a game. I'm going to go out there for Superhero Night, which is December 29th. That's going to be a lot of fun. I know they got Star Wars Night coming up, too. I mean, so they're doing a lot of fun stuff. ChicagoWolves.com. Free parking all season brought to you by the 2019 Kia Sportage. So here are the the run totals for the Bears in this game. Tariq Cohen, three carries for 14 yards. He, I will say that 10-yard run that he had at the end of the game was huge. It ended the game. It meant that the Lions were not going to get the ball back if he gets stopped short. Why was James Daniels tackling people today? I swear. Like, he ran into Chase Daniel. He he tackled Tariq Cohen. I don't know if he was in the right place or the wrong place. People just kept running into him. But he had a couple tackles. It's not on the stat sheet, but he had them. But Tariq Cohen with, with three carries for 14 yards, average a little under five yards a carry, but obviously that, that run at the end was huge. Jordan Howard, if the Bears weren't winning, you would be hearing a lot more about and from Jordan Howard. His value continues to lessen with each game that's played, but if you're in contention for a Super Bowl, I don't know if it matters that much. Seven carries for Howard for 13 yards. That's right. Under two yards a carry. Mizell got a a carry, got seven yards on that, and Chase Daniel had a carry and a couple kneel downs and also a reception in the game. I think that stuff is a bad idea and unnecessary. And I get, you know, you're the Mad Hatter and, and you're... I don't know if I feel that comfortable with them taking the backup quarterback and going, let's have him catch a pass. Let's do that. And if something happens, Tyler Bray's there. And we saw that there was the one play where Chase got hit in the knee. And you're sitting there going, is it going to be Tyler Bray time? Speaking of Mitch, Jason Lockham for from CBS. And with Jason, it's, it's, 
I feel like it's feast or famine when it comes to some of this stuff. Like you'll see a nugget from him and he got it 100% right or he got it 100% wrong. During the pregame, we were watching and I kind of my ears perked up when he said that that Mitch Trubisky could be out for a little while, that it might not just be this game. This is his reporting. I'm not hearing this anywhere else. And honestly, the people that I've talked to have said that if this game was on Sunday, Mitch would have probably played. But I'll give you what he said because this is his reporting and and, and maybe there is something to it. This is a tweet that he put out You know, as I'm re- recording this at 420. This was around 120. He tweeted, Trubisky could be out a few weeks. Bears are in good hands with Chase Daniel. He knows system inside out, has extreme trust from teammates and coaches. A few weeks. So that's missing this game, missing the Giants game, and missing the Rams game. Probably would like to have Mitch back before that game against the Rams on December 9th. But we'll see how good the the extra days off does. All those guys can get off their feet. I hope they do that. I hope that the Matt Nagy told them, hey, go have a great weekend. See you Monday morning for a team meeting. Maybe get in a lift and then see you on Wednesday for game plan. I hope guys go and rest up and do what they, this was hard. What they were asked to do It is the shortest turnaround in NFL history from game to game. From a night game on Sunday to an early day game on Thursday. It's usually the reverse. To win three games in your division in 12 days, really impressive stuff. Matt Nagy is a hell of a coach. I'm convinced in him. There's still some things that I find questionable Like the two-point conversion thing, I got some questions about. And putting your quarterbacks in unnecessary danger on plays is another. But overall, this is the guy that you want coaching your team. This is where offenses are going. And it is proving that, that they made the right call in hiring him. This has worked out splendidly. He's getting the most out of the quarterback position. It doesn't matter which one it is. I have a lot of respect for Chase Daniel because that man has finessed the NFL for almost $30 million. That's $10 million per start. That's right. He's only started three games in the league. That man has made almost $30 million in earnings. You can't ask for a better ratio than that. That's how you do it. Raise your sons or your daughters to be backup quarterbacks. Good enough to stick around the NFL but not so good that they put themselves in danger by playing. I love it. And you know that as soon as he's done playing quarterback, someone's going to give Chase Daniel a visor and say, you need to be coaching the team. So let's see, what else is there to talk about from this game? Nice play by Fuller. Oh, the underrated play by Fuller? Yeah, the interception is great. The underrated play is him taking that trucking from LeGarrette Blunt. 
LeGarrette Blunt had a 27-yard run, which could have been a touchdown if Fuller doesn't get in the way. And honestly, sometimes that's all you can do. There's a Mack truck coming. You've got to stop it from being a touchdown, and that's what he did. He stood in there, said, I know this is going to hurt. I'm going to take this pounding from this 250-pound running back and keep it moving. And he stopped what could have been an important touchdown in the game. So shout out to Kyle Fuller. I think he's got a chance to go to the Pro Bowl this season as well. Now the Bears get to rest up. There's not much else to say. I'm not going to waste your time, and I'm not going to waste mine because I got I got dinner waiting for me. Thanksgiving dinner. I haven't had a chance to sit down and, and see the family. I'm looking forward to seeing my my nieces and my nephews and my mom and dad and my wife has been away. You know, White Panther has been in her family, so I get a chance to reconnect with her. But I wanted to make sure that I got the podcast out because I know that there are going to be people going to be driving around who who want some Bears content. And why wouldn't you? This is an eight and three football team. Eight and three in a great position right now in in big charge of the NFC North. And with an, an outside chance of getting a bye out of the first round of the playoffs. Got to keep winning and got to beat the Rams on December 9th. No slip-ups. And it's a good thing they didn't get a slip-up against the Lions. A, a final score of 23-16. to 16. Oh, I can share this crazy stat from you. Um, this from Christopher Kamka, who does stats for NBC Sports Chicago. So the Bears played 32 games a lot, the previous two seasons, seasons, obviously, right? 16 games in each season. They were 8-24 and 24 in those games. They had 33 takeaways in the 32 games that they played. Through 11 games under Matt Nagy, they are 8-3. and three. So eight wins have matched that total the last two years. They have 29 takeaways already. Taking the ball away is infectious, and guys are doing it at a high clip. That's a good, good thing. So they're your Chicago Bears. They're doing it with defense along with an offense that's got a lot of firepower when their quarterback is healthy. They win. Enjoy it. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I am, if you're listening to this anytime after Thursday, I'm probably in Tuscaloosa for the Iron Bowl because that's the next thing for me. I have pictures and stuff on Twitter and on Instagram. At Lawrence W. Holmes is where you can follow me. Bears win 23 to 16, making your Thanksgiving fun. Check out some of the past interviews that we've had on House of L, which is great. I'll be back on the score Monday night. But if you were like, well, what do you think about the Bears? Here you go. Got you covered. Thanks for listening. Thanks to the Chicago Wolves for sponsoring it. I'll see you Monday on the score, and we'll have a new interview for you next week. Peace out. Enjoy your holiday.